<laughs> Okeechobee County, Florida. What's up? I know where that is. Unbelievable. <laughs> What's up, Robert? I'm having all kinds of fun with my mic already this morning. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yes, we moved. We moved again. All right. Oh, what's up, John? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Wait. That one, right? Wait, that. That's the flicker of hope. I don't know what those are. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. All right, so let's get into this. What's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and I am discombobulated this morning. We keep moving stuff around, but as you guys know, yeah, mics are meant for fun. Uh, as you guys know, my daughter gets here to San Diego in exactly, what is it? My math sucks. Eight hours. So, reshuffled everything around. My studio is now her bedroom, and I'm in a corner. But that's all right. We can handle it. It's so good to see you. We are being heard right now live. Live. I'm excited about this one. We just got picked up by TuneIn Radio. So, we are on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify iTunes, Google Play. I know I'm missing something. Anchor. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, you know what? Here's the deal. I'm going to put this out in the universe. I need an assistant. Anyone know an assistant they could recommend? I need someone to do all this stuff for me so I don't disrespect any of the amazing people that keep downloading this podcast. So grateful for all of you. And of course, Facebook. I love you guys. I love communicating with you every day. You're part of my morning routine. I love it. I love you. So grateful for all of you being here. Aaron, Robert, John, so good to see you. Elizabeth, amazing. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we have a really cool guest on today that I saw. From, she was interviewing my friend. So I have a friend that I met when I lived in Orange County. His name's Armand Sadehi. He's with Titanium Success. Um one of the most amazing guys I know, like legitimately just a genuinely good guy. He's a freaking genius. Um, he's like a neuroscientist or something like that. Amazing guy. And I was on Instagram and I saw he was getting interviewed by this woman who I just was like, I was captivated by her interviewing style. And I go, I'm going to reach out to her and see if she'll have me, if she'll come on the show. And I have to get Armand on here too. But she said yes, and we've been going back and forth, talking a little bit, and absolutely incredible. So I'm really excited. So I'm going to introduce you guys to her. Everyone else can see her bio, but I'm going to read the bio now. But as you guys know, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, brought to you by Anton J. Are you looking to create predictable, sustainable income? Anton J. will make your business better, and you get the credit. If you or someone you know has a business who is not meeting its, its potential and does not have the infrastructure to support its growth, please call 619-394-6725. Anton J. has been described as guardian angels because they fix the past and safeguard the future. On today's show, 
the world's mayor, that is me, interviews the one and only Elena Skinner. Elena Skinner was born and raised in Russia, a former gymnast, an entrepreneur, blogger, and the host of Unlock Your Potential, a healthy mind and body lifestyle advocate and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping people to become a person they most want to be. She's amazing, guys, I'm telling you. I believe that the secret to living is giving. No matter who you are, how busy or broke you may be, you have something to offer others. And it's in our unlimited power to care and love that can make the biggest difference in the quality of our lives and lives of others. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a round of applause for the one, the only, the amazing Elena Skinner. Good morning, Veronica. Good morning. Hello, my friend. How are you? And hi, everyone. I'm doing well. Thank you. Doing really great. I'm so happy we got the technology bugs figured out. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> so sometimes, so be live, believe it or not. Good morning, Jane Stewart. Uh, Nongluk from, uh, where are you from again? You're from Thailand. Thank you so much for joining. Veronica, always good to see you. Tell your husband I said hello. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, be live. We use be live because it's really simple. But it still can be confusing when you've never used it before. And this this kind of platform and this way of interviewing is becoming so simple because now people don't have to leave their bedroom. And you know what it's like living in L.A. and Orange County, like getting in the car and driving a long way to a studio and sitting in traffic. That's becoming a way of the past. So now we get to do things like this. And it's amazing. So I'm very grateful that you're here this morning. First things first, my friend, what are you grateful for this morning? Uh, this morning, first of all, I am grateful for you, Jack. Thank you for contacting me and uh, allow me to be the part of your wonderful show, Morning Gratitude. I think this is the best way to start the day, Morning Gratitude in general. <laughs> yeah, and then, second of all, I'm grateful every day for many different things. And I think it all starts with just being alive, being healthy, being able to see, to hear this beauty, uh, being able to train, <laughs> ability to learn, to connect with different people, experience this life, and for the good and for the bad, because it's all made us who we are. And uh, every morning I start my day actually with a meditation, meditation of gratitude. And uh, I always first uh, get myself in a peaceful and calm state of mind. And um, I'm grateful, first of all, for my heart, for my heart, because um, it is beautiful. It was given to me and um, I'm grateful for it. And I'm always asking my heart to stay beautiful and kind and loving, regardless of the situations every day. And um, then I choose three to four different people on situations in my life I'm grateful for. And uh, it's not necessary people I still stay in touch or connect, but um, they are influence you in some ways that make you a better person. Right. And um, then I just set my day, make a plan and go through this plan as I See it's already accomplished and going through specific challenges, whatever it is. I'm going so you to visualize it. challenges throughout the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you wow. just, yeah, and it, it is important because, you know, our brain is designed to not be successful or be fearful and see what is wrong. 
and uh, the only way you can do something in life or achieve something if you will actually set your mind or what is right and that's how you can accomplish and go through those challenges overcome them and have what you want so All that's right. how I start my day and it's very important trust me it if you will start to practice it it's not always easy but as soon as you start to go and do it, you realize that it becomes a part of you every day and you can't even live without it. And it's definitely bring your day to a different level, your mood, uh, your vibration is so much higher. You see things differently and uh, it's a very good habit to have. That makes perfect sense. I, you know what? I'm new to meditation and um, I do, I'm obsessed with my morning routine. And actually, truthfully, the reason why I was freaking out when you called me and I'm like, oh, no, she can't figure it out is because I have a morning ritual that I do before the show. Okay. And I and it's part of my morning routine. And it got thrown off today. And it's because everything's chaotic because my daughter's coming. But uh, it, it, it's thrown off. And so I was trying to I was getting in that that zone that I get into that. I It's part of my preparation for the show, how I get centered mm-hmm. and where I'm not crazy and all over the place. But that's why I was like, mm, come on, just click the link. Let's go. Because I, I like <laughs> it's so important to me how I start my day. But yeah. the thing that I didn't think about when I played competitive golf, the thing that I we did was we would visualize the night before the round. We would visualize playing the perfect round of golf and how effective that was for me was so powerful. Football visualized like doing everything. Why I don't do that for my day in, day out life, I don't know. But I just took notes right now mm-hmm. because I'm going to start doing this because that sounds terrific. Visualizing your perfect day. Who, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, because usually naturally what we do we tend to think is, okay, what is wrong? Or kind of gravitate to something uh, negative. It's right. just your brain is designed that way. And um, when you train your brain on specific emotions, you're going to have <laughs> Right. And um, usually people not even thinking and train their brain to see what is wrong, what is going to prevent me from doing something. And uh, you only going to get something or achieve specific state of mind or whatever it is you're trying to get fit or, you know, uh, learn and study for something or Career-wise, only if you actually set your mind that you are going to get it, period. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's like the muscles. You train, you have it, you stop losing it. Same with your emotions, feelings, and uh, the way your mi- mindset is. If you train it on specific, in a specific way, you're going right. to have it. You stop, you're going to back. I love that. What about Aaron? I, I'm, I'm curious about the audience right now. Elizabeth, Robert, Aaron, uh, Nunluck. Is it Nongluck? Sorry, Robert, Jane, do you guys, when you do your meditations and uh, even uh, uh, Veronica, when you guys do your visualizations or your meditation, do you visualize the perfect day? I'm curious how many of you do that. If you do it, just give me a one or whatever you want to do because um, I'd love to hear what you guys do. So I want to ask you something. So when did you come here from Russia? Well, um, I moved from Russia eight years ago to the U.S. Eight years Yes, and um, I lived on in the, on the East Coast uh, most of this time in um, New York, Washington, D.C., mostly. And a year ago, I moved to L.A. And uh, 
finally i am in orange county which is i absolutely love this place right and, um, you know it's a new place but i love to explore i enjoy the weather the environment and um you know i love challenges and uh, that's something um i would say balance of ch challenging situations at the same time uh, it's exciting because you have a lot to explore a lot to learn and uh, new things you're going to appreciate and that's for sure because ocean is next to me and you know beautiful nature and the town where people really take care of their body they fit and uh, i definitely see many unique um people around who also into specific way of living beyond themselves purposeful life and that's what i love and always connect with that kind of people I want to ask you about your gymnastics, your time in gymnastics. How how long were you a gymnast? So I have been, I was a gymnast actually from four years old to 14. Wow. You know, it's my, my most, uh, you know, uh, entire life I've been in sports since I was four years old. So and we, as a gymnast, we retire very early, 14, we're done. <laughs> So, and, um, you know, after that, actually, after gymnastics, um, I started to lift when I was a teenager. And still from that time till today, I lived all my life. And uh, that helps me to keep my body same sh shape as I was in my 17, 18. <laughs> so. That is that the discipline of a gymnast is, is had, to, I mean, I'm curious about this. Just, I've been, I've been around gymnasts uh, for a good portion of my life. And then also being a college cheerleader after I got hurt playing football, I was around a lot of gymnasts. The, uh, the mindset of never quit, get up and do it again. Perfection, mm -hmm. the, 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 the attention to detail, how much is that carried over into your professional life today? A lot. I would say, uh, Imagine you, a child, you're just four years old, and uh, Russian teachers, trainers, they're you know, pretty tough, very tough. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tough, you cannot imagine. And uh, the way they train you, and um, they're very hard on you, but uh, they kind of uh, don't want to be soft on you because they know your potential. They know you can be really, you know, you can be anything. You have no limits, and especially when they see and they uh, train people for Olympic Games uh, or top athletes, they see your potential, they see your ability, your strength, that you are different, and they even put even higher standards on you. And uh, I think that discipline they create you know, for 10 years in a row since you're four years old, that's something you bring towards whatever is the next chapter, whenever, whenever the next thing you choose to be good at. So on the, when, and the, when they're, you're being, you're learning this discipline and they're tough on you and they're, you know, it's just, is there any, I know it's tough love, but is there a loving nurturing side to the discipline that they teach you? I would say they sometimes, um, I would, sometimes they say they did a good job, right? They kind of trying to, um, uh, show you that you're doing great, but mm -hmm. there's all. But guess what? There is a higher. There is a higher standards for you because you can do better. Um, I would say um, why why Russian athletes are so good, right? When you see watch Olympic games, whatever, because the school is really uh, tough. And um, when people say about talent, talent, 
it's not like we have talents. We all have, of course, genetically you know, potential and something to be better than someone else. But right. talent is something trained nonstop. You can be good in anything if you train nonstop and if you do it 10,000 times, guess what? You become cool. So it's a, really anybody can be great in something. I think talent is not born. Talent is something you actually train and from one day to another. It's not wasn't born. It's well, made. It gives me hope for this show then. <laughs> Let's keep doing it and then eventually I'll get good at it. So I, 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 I like that. And I was I, I'm the, the other thing I'm curious about, and we'll move on from this, but mm-hmm. when you have someone, so my father never told me good job. Like I didn't hear it until after he was on his way to die. So I, I've had this mindset for a long time that good is never good enough and great mm-hmm. is never great enough and excellent is never excellent enough. And so I have this obsessive nature about being great. And mm-hmm. even when I'm great or do something good, I, 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 I used to tell myself that this is not good enough. Mm-hmm. I've had to learn to go, no, this is good. I can do better. Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't need to beat myself up when I'm doing excellent and yet tell myself it's not good enough. How did you, was, did that affect you in your adult life where you would try something or you would do something? You have a TV show now. And, and, and do you ever, when you're done filming, or done doing anything you're doing in business, do you ever go, even though you did a good job, do you ever beat yourself up and go, that wasn't good enough, I could have done better? Yes. The answer is yes. And I have to tell you, uh, first of all, from one side, from one side, it's not good that you know parents sometimes trying to be hard on, say, you are doing a great job, even when you do great. They think that... Um, they maybe want to keep you humble that way or for different reasons, right? But from another side, um, they kind of create higher standards for you. means that no matter what you do and how great you do, you always will um, aspire to become even better, to master something to perfectionism, your own perfectionism. And I, I have this kind of personality as well. And trust me, when I do something, whatever it's a show or anything else, of course, I'm looking, ah, it's not good enough. I have to fix this, change that. You know, but, but the thing is, is it great that you the kind of person? What that means, if you go extremely um, about being good in something, right? And when you look at the person and when you see they're really great in something, sometimes it means discipline and your highest, higher standards for yourself and for your personal own behavior, first of all, means you are going to be like this in everything, whatever is your personal life, whatever is your body, whatever is your you know, thoughts or yeah. uh, relationship or business, means that you have a higher standards for yourself and that's the reason to say thank you to our parents who, as they said, as we are, wasn't good enough. Because, first of all, you are great and you're good enough for yourself. There is always will be people who will tell you that you're not good enough. But <laughs> the time you're not good enough, not because of you, but because they may feel that they are not good enough or they own personal insecurities, fears, but because we all kind of act mostly uh, based on our feelings. Fear is not being good enough. Fear is not being um, maybe loved enough. Right. There are any other fears. Sometimes people treat others um, not good because of their 
previous experience and patterns and they kind of punish people in their lives today uh, for the mistakes of others, which is totally wrong. And in that case, I think people just really have to work on them their, themselves and see what was wrong and do not bring that pattern to again situation today and understand the person next to you is a beautiful person has no responsibility for the actions of the other person in your life before. So, and um, I think that's important. I, I, I love that a lot. So I want to ask you too. So you, you have a TV show now mm-hmm. and you have an interesting interview style. I like it a lot. I, that's what drew me to you. And I'm obsessed with interviewers. I, <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't know, you know, when I, I didn't know that I would ever have a show, but it's what I dreamed about my whole life. And but I'm like, I'm not going to broadcasting school. I'm not going to school for that. I, I'm in sales and whatever. But here I am doing it. And I'm, I, I get geeked. I get excited every time I do the show. I love it. It's the biggest blessing in the world. But as a kid, I obsessed over watching Oprah and Larry King and infomercials. And like I, I, I was a, a student without knowing it. Who did you watch growing up that had an influence on your interviewing style and and really kind of gave you this passion for television? So, Jonas, it's not I watched someone. I think, in general, my vision of what I wanted to create in life, and Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of my life and career, I always had my passions. And uh, there's a few of them, I have to tell you. I... All my life, been fascinated with the mind of humans, with the brain, how it works. Right. And even before I got my MBA in general management and organizational psychology, I wanted to be a psychologist. And my mom, who knows me obviously since my childhood, said, "No, you have to. You have like a business uh, skills when you, where you are great with people, but you're great and also management and set it up and run the show. Period." So, and um, guess what? You have to respect the mom's opinion. And um, I, <laughs> when I got education, she uh, she actually insists too. And, uh, you know, later on, I, you know, uh, got my NLP. And uh, because I do love to understand and um, how people change and what makes them happy, what, them, what makes them sad, and uh, what actually makes them to go and do things and sometimes why we repetitively do something and uh, stay in the same place and not moving forward. So, and uh, most of my life, I have been in IT management and uh, so happened in the defense industry and uh, life turned around the way that it actually leads me towards my passion. And uh, I do love to help people and uh, neuropsychology is something that actually I absolutely enjoy right now. And for me, you know, being all my life healthy, fit, and um, kind, conscious about uh, who I am, what uh, what is my heartbeat for, right? What I want, what uh, being a dreamer, uh, being high achiever in life, and always when I put my mind in something. If I really put my mind in something, I'm going to make it happen, period. So, and um, for me, is 
today is most important thing is probably uh, live life beyond me, beyond myself and help people to feel better, to do better. And when I started the show, um, there is the answer for me was the only one thing that drives me is to help people to live with their full potential because we all have it. But we, again, we hide it inside because we feel maybe we, ah, oh, if I start this, oh, there are so much I have to do and I don't know how I'm going to do this. You feel you don't have resources, but it is resourcefulness again, because you can go and reach out and talk to someone and uh, create value for those people as well and maybe create something together. You will find the ways. As long as you, I think, have a pure intention and you do it from your heart, right. even if it happens. There are people who are not going to believe in you, going to be judge you. Guess what? They're not going to be a part of the beautiful, amazing, wonderful things you are creating for yourself and other people around. And um, the goal of the show, was, again, comes to one of my passions to help people to feel better, to do better in life, whatever it is. Uh, is it a meaning life? Is it emotions? Is it um, you know personal life or some approach to business? Anyway, it's about like really set your mind on a specific way to mm. be the best in it. You know, what are trying to achieve? I want to know what is the what what is the vision for your life, or what is a goal that you have that you are set out to achieve that scares you? <laughs> Well, you, know, you know that you're going to get there, but it does scare you a little bit. What What is that? You know what? I would put this way. Everything in life is scary, okay? Whatever you're trying to <laughs> achieve, whatever you want to get, fall in love, right? Whatever you're trying to uh, create the best show ever or whatever you're trying to, um, no, to buy something, I don't know, one of your dreams car or anything, right? It's kind of from one side, it's, it's always scary because it's great from one side uncertainty, from another side, you know, it's something is, you know, you want. Um, everything is scary, and especially when it involves emotions and life-changing things. But at the same time, if we will be always scared, guess what? We never will get what we want. And we can, we can, and we can settle for less, we can distract ourselves for little temporary things that will make us feel good for today, tomorrow, for a few days, for a week, for a month. But guess what? It's not going to get you to the goal you want to have or you want to achieve. Because temporary distractions, uh, temporary things in life, temporary people are not going to give you the love, the deep connection we want, the job you want, the, um, I know, the great family relationship you want, or... Um, Whatever you're trying to achieve is not going to bring you to your outcome, to final goal. So the hardest thing for people is probably is not uh, the goal, but to align their actions with the final outcome. Because it means that you have to do a harder work or uh, you have to probably really put more effort, whatever as a relationship, you know, and you have to more give. And um you have to put yourself in some specific risks, but without risk, right. and, reward. and uh, if you want to quick, easy peasy in life, guess what? <laughs> Why do you think you deserve a benefit of uh, deep love, deep connection, or a great um, job or a great amazing experience if you 
uh, don't want to put an effort. You didn't deserve the benefits of it. So you have to take risks. You have to go with all of your full emotions, your feelings, your, you know, your uh, effort. That's the only way. I I think I'm I'm a big believer in and I in only because I've tested this theory. But I heard my pastor. I go to a church in San Diego called The Rock, and I heard the pastor say, "Do something every day that tests or stretches yeah. your faith. So take yeah. a risk every day." It does. You don't have to jump off the bridge every day, but mm-hmm. just taking a, a, a minor leap or a step towards your purpose, towards your faith, towards your vision, towards what you want in life. Take a step at least, and sometimes jump off the bridge. But mm-hmm. if you do that every day, you will see how wonderful God is and how how miracles can come happen for you. But yeah. you have to test your faith because if you're just sitting here, not going anywhere, playing it safe, yeah. not trusting, not not yeah. going, I believe in this and I'm going to show you that I believe. I don't know the way out. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But dadgummit, I'm going to take a step. And when you do that, the mm-hmm. miracles that you see take place. And it's so I'm so passionate now about finding ways to stretch my faith every day because it's it's where I see and know God's got my back. Like, and, and so many of us, and I've been guilty of this, but I know that there's people out there listening right now. I know like Bonnie like and, 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 and other people, uh, Robert, you've gone through this at some point in your life where you're paralyzed by fear and you don't move. And when you don't move, guess what happens? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Nothing. so have to learn dance, dance with our fears, right? Instead of um, let them to control and manage your life, we have to figure out or destroy them or somehow dance with them and pass them and get over it. And as you said, the results are phenomenal and amazing. And uh, no matter what, you know, not everybody uh, going to like you. Not everybody probably, um, you know, going to be or stay the part of your life. But I think you have to be yourself and always, you know, express your feelings, your emotions, uh, believe in yourself, have a faith in yourself. Because as soon as long as you are confident with a pure intention, you know, and as long as you really have a faith and what you do is truly beautiful. And that's something what is very unique about you. And, uh, you know, you're going to get it. Because if someone doesn't see it, other people will see it in you. And um, if you're not going to create some project with one person, there is going to be tons of amazing, wonderful people who you will make it happen with. So, What's something unique about you that you not, most people don't know? About me? Well, uh, I think many people, when they see me, I have this strong you know, uh, posture of a gymnast, the person who... You know, when you first see me, you think, okay, this girl is, I, I, I'm afraid of her, okay? <laughs> because very confident look, but as soon as I open my mouth, people realize, oh my God, she is uh, totally, you know, have a, such an open heart. And uh, for me, I'm a, I'm a balance or a combination of strength and vulnerability and sensitivity. So, and uh, I do think people can know and see when they actually put an effort into get to know you. You're amazing. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Very important to be the person who have that, 
you know, um, beautiful heart or always aspire to better yourself regardless, to become more beautiful, to become, you know, uh, more giving, more loving. Uh, if you fit, you want to be more fit. If you want to get healthier diet, get it. Whatever has happened in life, any challenge to any challenge or any situation that doesn't work out in your uh, favor, you use it as a platform to become even better. Tell and me about tell me tell me about a nonprofit or a charity that you're passionate about. Well, I'm a passionate in general about work, working with orphans. Um, oh wow. And I work with actually Kids Safe Organization. Um, those are orphans who were not adopted when they were little. So they are from six years old to 13. And they're always looking for foster families or obviously someone who adopts them or someone who takes them for them weekends or different ways to help them to feel better, to do better in life. And I'm very passionate about it because um, I do think that those people are, you know, they have a all life and the future and that is important to you know make them feel loved and one of my ideas is right now to create for them a program uh, where they before they leave this orphanage they actually going to go through training mind training to set their life and vision for um, that they are good enough that they are able to achieve whatever they want, they are loved. So basically to, again, a neuropsychological uh, point to set their mind to do much better in life uh, rather than they would go in this world without it. And this is what I'm passionate about. Another thing I do um, sometimes, you know, <laughs> cook for homeless as for myself and go and give it to them uh, because, uh, I don't know. My heart, my heart is just, you know, I make it's make me cry to see people when they, um, you know, outside on the street. And I'm very compassionate, and I, if I can help people, I always help. You don't need to have tons of money for it. You just need to have a heart for it. I love that. Listen, I am, um, I am so grateful for all your time today. You are a blessing. I've been, it's been so fun getting to know you, and I. I would love to have you back on again. Um, I especially, you know, I want to talk more about your TV show next time, but I, I would love to have you back on. I was just fun for the audience to get to know you today, but I, I would love to do this again. And of course, uh, anything I can do to support you, um, please let me know. <clears throat> I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much to you for, um, uh, inviting me to be part of your show. I think we need it. I think it's beautiful that as a morning gratitude, everybody has, has to listen to you and has to listen to your show because this is the way to start the day. And when you do that, you realize, oh my God, there is a life way beyond me, you know, and there are so many things to be grateful for. And I really pray that there will be more people like you who inspire others to do better, to feel better, and see that there are so many things in life to be grateful for. Thank you so much for you. Thank you. You are a blessing. I will talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. All right. Love to everyone. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Wonderful day. Oops. Oh, man. I didn't mean to kick her off. Crap. Okay. So she's absolutely wonderful. Um. I'm so glad that she came on the show today and blessed us with her time and really great info. I want to talk more. I, 
there were so many different angles that I wanted to go with her, <clears throat> excuse me, because she has a very interesting life and she really does have a heart of gold and she's somebody that I've just watched. And, you know, you can, you wa- I watch on social media and then I'm like, okay, is she the real deal? And then we've talked on the phone and, and a couple of times and I'm like, wow, she is the real deal. She has a genuine heart for other people. And that is what I love. These are the guests I love having on the show are people like her. Um, absolute blessing. I'm going to put all of her social media handles in. You guys check her out on Instagram. Um, I don't know how much time she really spends on Facebook because I know her from Instagram, not Facebook, but uh, an amazing human. So guys, please share the video. Uh, please like, tag somebody that you think would benefit from this today. Um, you guys are a tremendous blessing and I appreciate you very much. Everyone listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, and TuneIn Radio and everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your shares, comments, and likes. And um, we have two more shows coming up today. Uh, we have another one here in uh, 24 minutes with a really cool guest. And um, again, I'm just grateful for you guys. So I'll see you very soon. And uh, thank you again.